48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The top stories. The fate of more than two dozen seamen is still unknown after a vessel broke in two during Typhoon Chaba. The Centre for Health Protection reports 2000, more than 2,200 new COVID cases. And the airport authority says the third runway at Checklapcock will begin operating this Friday. The government flying service says at least three people have been rescued so far from a shipwreck near the eye of Typhoon Shaba. More than two dozen seamen are still said to be missing or awaiting rescue after their vessel broke into about 300 kilometres southwest of Hong Kong this morning. GFS video shows rescuers lifting survivors to safety in harsh conditions. The observatory says the strong wind signal number three will stay in place before 4 a.m. in the wake of Chaba. Forecasters said Hong Kong will continue to feel the impact of Chaba, even though it's made landfall and has weakened into a severe tropical storm. The observatory lowered its warning signal at 4.20 p.m. from the number eight, which had been in force since yesterday evening. Here's acting senior scientific officer Or Ming Kung. As Chaba departs gradually from Hong Kong, local winds are moderating. However, strong winds are still prevailing over the territory, occasionally reaching gale force offshore and on high ground. The outer ring bands associated with Chaba will still occasionally bring scorry showers to Hong Kong. As of 11 o'clock, Chaba was about 360 kilometres west of Hong Kong. Health officials have reported 2,227 new COVID cases, 143 of them imported. Around a third of the cases of the local cases were identified in laboratories and the rest were found through rapid test results, later confirmed by the authorities. Meanwhile, the government suspended a Turkish Airlines route from Istanbul from tomorrow till July 7th after the number of infected passengers aboard one flight reached a set limit. The airport authority says the third runway at Cheklapkok will start operating this Friday with the current north runway closing for reconfiguration the same day. Airport officials say the move will allow local and overseas airlines time to adjust. They say the reconfiguration of the airport's three runways and the building of a new passenger concourse are expected to be completed in 2024. Former Chief Executive C.Y. Leung says the two-day visit by Xi Jinping shows how much the state leader cares about Hong Kong. President Xi visited the SAR on Thursday and Friday to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the handover and oversaw the inauguration of a new administration. Speaking on a commercial radio program, Mr. Leung said the fact that Mr. Xi chose to come to the territory while facing other demands showed his love for the SAR. You can tell President Xi was not just reading from the script. He showed his emotion when giving the speech. He cares a lot about this place. In the past two days, he didn't stay overnight. On his first day of visit, he stayed until quite late and returned to Shenzhen on an express train and came back the next morning. It's tough. The President not only handles matters in Hong Kong. As you know, there has been major changes in the international situation. Police in the northern Indian state of Rajasthan say they have arrested two more people in connection with the murder of a Hindu tailor, which triggered communal tensions. Kanhaya Lai was killed in his shop in the city of Udaipur on Tuesday. Police had arrested two Muslim men a few hours after the attack. With more details, here's the BBC's Anbarasan Etirajan. 
Security forces are on alert in Udaipur and other areas to prevent any communal violence. Altogether, four people have been taken into custody in connection with the murder. Officials say a curfew imposed in parts of Udaipur has been relaxed for four hours. Internet services are gradually being restored. In a video, one of the accused said the tailor was attacked because he had supported derogatory remarks about the Prophet Muhammad made by a former official of the governing Hindu nationalist BJP. On to the weather for tonight and tomorrow. Strong force south to southeasterly winds at first, occasionally gale force offshore and on high ground. Winds will moderate gradually later, mainly cloudy, occasionally heavy squally showers and thunderstorms at first. Temperatures will range between 26 and 30 degrees. At the outlook, the weather will be unsettled in the next few days, but it will improve later in the week. Currently at the observatory, it's 28 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is 86%. The strong wind signal number three is still in effect and the thunderstorm warning is also still in effect. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Turning overseas, a university in the Netherlands which was forced to pay a ransom to hackers three years ago has received some of its money back thanks to a sharp rise in Bitcoin. The BBC's Sophie glass Lop ryan has this report. In 2019, Maastricht University was hit by a huge ransomware attack. 25,000 students and employees couldn't access their email, library or scientific data. The university paid the hackers a ransom of $200,000 in Bitcoin. Dutch police eventually tracked down some of the money, around $40,000, to the account of a money launderer in Ukraine. The De Volksgrant newspaper reports that when the university got the money back, they discovered that it was now worth more than half a million dollars, thanks to the sharp rise in the value of Bitcoin. In the United States, Google says it will delete location data that shows when one of its users visits an abortion clinic amid fears that following last month's U.S. Supreme Court ruling that the information could be used in prosecutions. Google insisted that it would push back against overly broad demands for data. The BBC's Peter Bowes reports. Google collects a vast amount of data on the activities of its users that could be used by law enforcement agencies to prosecute people in abortion cases. Following the Supreme Court's ruling, the police in states limiting abortion could try to access search histories and geolocation data for people who are pursuing plans to terminate a pregnancy. Google says in the coming weeks it'll start deleting information when its systems identify a trip to an abortion clinic, counselling centre, domestic violence shelter or other facilities that provide particularly personal services. Sport and Harmony Tan, who knocked Serena Williams out of Wimbledon, has demolished British wildcard Katie Bolter 6-1-6-1 in just 51 minutes to reach the fourth round. The 24-year-old French player broke Bolter five times in a dominant display to disappoint the crowd on court two. Tan, who's now won three two-a-level matches in a row for the first time in her career, will play next either 11th-seeded Coco Golf or Amanda Anisimova, the 20th seed. In the men's tennis, Stefanos Tsitsipas takes on Nick Kyrgios in a blockbuster clash, with the winner likely to be the main obstacle in Rafael Nadal's path to the final. Fourth seed Tsitsipas is the only other top ten player left in Nadal's side of the draw, while Australia's Kyrgios is a match for anyone on his day. Second seed Nadal, who's chasing a calendar Grand Slam, says he's not yet hit his stride at the All England Club after two scrappy performances so far. 
Rugby now and a battered Australia ended an eight-match losing streak against England with a rousing 30-28 victory in the first test in Perth. The shorthanded Wallabies lost fly-half Quade Cooper to injury before kick-off and played the second half with 14 players but scored three late tries to draw first blood in the three-match series in front of a rowdy... 40 the crowd at the Optus Stadium. It was Australia's first victory over England since the 2015 World Cup. It was the fourth defeat in a row for England, in- increasing the pressure on coach Eddie Jones with just over a year till the 2023 World Cup in France. Golf now and JT Poston fired a six under par 65 to hold a four-stroke lead late in the second round of the US PGA John Deere Classic. The 29-year-old American, who matched his career low with a 62 on Thursday, stood on 15 under 127 after 36 holes at TPC Deer Run in Silvis, Illinois. That was enough to hold off compatriot Denny McCarthy, who shot 65 to stand second on 131. Football and Rangers goalkeeping legend Andy Gorham, the only Scotsman to represent his country at football and cricket at full international level, has died of cancer aged 58. Rangers said Gorham had been diagnosed with terminal cancer in late May and was given around six months to live by doctors after declining the chance of chemotherapy. Gorham made 260 appearances for Rangers between 1991 and 1998. Max Verstappen is back in command, topping the times ahead of Red Bull teammate Sergio Perez in the final free practice for tomorrow's British Grand Prix. The world champion and series leader clocked a best lap in 1 minute and 27.901 seconds to ease four-tenths clear of the Mexican, as the local Milton Keynes-based team made, made it clear they're aiming for a seventh consecutive victory. And a look at our main stories again. The fate of more than two dozen seamen is still unknown after a vessel broke in two during Typhoon Chaba. The Centre for Health Protection reports more than 2,200 new COVID cases and the airport authority says the third runway at Checklabcock will begin operating this Friday. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3.
Way back in time, playing some classic oldies as promised yesterday. New kids on the block, you've got it, the right stuff. Who is Justin Timberlake? Something about you. Wait, I'm looking at you, whatever. Keep looking at me. Getting scared now. Right? Don't feel me, baby. It's just Justin. Feel good, right? 